Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger with BrassTenor.com. Today is Sunday, September 17th, 2017. This is episode 88. Don't be that teacher. I have to be blunt with you. The people who are probably tuning into this episode are not the ones who need to hear this most. The people who are very likely tuning in might be curious about my insights for this and hopefully are people who are not in the field of education yet. And they're trying to figure out what am I saying by not being a certain type of teacher? And the answer is very simple. Think of any teacher that you've had over the years, and I'm sure you've had many, who just simply is not good at what he or she does. Period. Teacher has issues with discipline. Teacher doesn't know his or her content area well. Teacher plays favorites. Teacher isn't fair. Teacher gives obscene amounts of work. Teacher gives too much busy work. Teacher puts material on quizzes and tests, which was never even covered in class. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. We've all had them. And we've also had along those lines of the bad teachers in terms of just the content, teachers who are just mean, nasty. And it makes me wonder how either how they got that way or were they always that way or what happened along the way because last I checked if you decide that you want to be a teacher the reason you become a teacher is because you want to help others the key word being help the reason you become a teacher is to guide others the key word guide The reason to become a teacher, to inspire others, inspire. Yet, we have so many people out there in the field of education who consistently do none of those things. Or maybe they only do one and not really that well. I don't get it. I just don't get it. It upsets me to no end when I have students who come up to me and my students feel comfortable saying this to me because they feel comfortable. They feel safe around me. They have no problem sharing with me what is on their mind without me asking. I don't ever, I don't ever probe with students, nor should you, because that's also a sign of being a bad teacher.
That's something that no teacher should ever be doing. Should not be getting, as they say in the trade and as I have used in some of my districts, quote unquote, up in the business of students. Leave them alone. They deserve their own privacy when it comes to growing up, no matter what their age is. With the understanding, of course, that certain things do need to be monitored. But you should not, if they have their cell phone out for some reason, you should not be looking over their shoulder and seeing what's on their cell phone, like staring right at it. Now, if they're not supposed to be taking pictures in school or video or whatever the case may be, and you see it out of the corner of your eye, that's a different story. But if you're actively looking at a student's cell phone, that, that's an issue. Totally unprofessional, too. But I don't want to get so much into that. But students should feel comfortable around you. That's part of being a teacher. And I have a lot of students who will come up to me and, and I can't defend these teachers. I can't. What am I, what am I supposed to say when a, a student knows that a teacher is absolutely in the wrong? What am I supposed to say? How can I possibly defend someone who is absolutely doing the wrong thing not being the professional that he or she should be doing, making no effort to improve, and quite honestly, putting me in a bad spot. Because that really is very, very unfair. Very unfair. When you are not doing your job well, and now others have to pay the price for it. Because I don't like being in that situation. I want to be around other people who are great at what they do. They're good at their jobs. They enjoy what they're doing. They care about the students. And not only do they care about the students, but they know that you and that teacher both care. And you do it in front of the students, and when and when teachers work together in that way, it's powerful. It's very, very powerful when it's when students see teachers getting along with each other. It makes them very happy. It makes them feel good. It makes them smile. Because you know what? It's very possible that that child may be in a situation, it's very possible at home, where the student doesn't see that. Maybe they don't have two parents, two guardians at home. Maybe they do have two parents, two guardians at home, but they fight all the time. And they don't see nice, genuine, kind, caring interaction between adults. But the topic, don't be that teacher. Let me give you a list of things you never, ever want to do as a teacher. Never. Because there are too many of them out there who do these things.
First off, you shouldn't be on your cell phone. I mean, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be on your cell phone in the presence of children. Unless it's something that's in a, a dire need. Kids see that. And kids hate it. They can't stand when you are on your cell phone when they're supposed to be taught. Because in a child's mind, you should be teaching them all the time. It's what they want. I'm not talking about the occasional check for something. I'm talking about you're on that phone. You're on your phone. You're texting you're doing other things than what you're supposed to be doing in the classroom while you give them busy work to do? How ridiculous. And obviously you should not be on your computer. You have to be an, an absolute fool to do that. And I've known people to be that foolish. I know a teacher once, true story, who actually conducted his eBay business at work. And here's how it affected all of us. We had students who knew what was happening and students who complained about it. Then what wound up happening was not only was eBay taken off of the internet access for teachers, but basically everything was removed. We couldn't get onto YouTube. We couldn't get onto anything that could be potential, potentially educational or places where we could even purchase things that we did need for, for our jobs. So that teacher really ruined it for all of us. But there were students who observed that. That's horrible. Don't be that type of teacher. Don't be that kind of teacher. Don't be that teacher who is negative all the time. About everything. I mean, if you're really that miserable all the time, you need to find another occupation. Because kids deserve better. Don't be that teacher who takes a job in a district where you just took the job for the sake of taking the job. And you may have even known about the demographics and maybe you're not equipped to be in that particular situation. It takes a certain type of person to be able to handle certain environments. There are people who will flourish in private schools, in charter schools, in upper class suburbia, in schools that are inner city or lower middle class or rural. There are so many different types of jobs that are out there. And I'm not saying because it because certainly there are states, there are a lot of places around the world where it's very difficult to get a job in education. Really tough. And then there are others where the education system is either broken or it's in such bad shape that there are a lot of jobs available. 
Know the situation that you're getting into. But for heaven's sake, if you took a job, you it is your responsibility. You owe it to those children to give them your best. And your best means being a professional at all times. You are that child's role model. For the 40 minutes that they have you a day, if you're a middle school teacher or a high school teacher, or they may have you throughout the entire day, if you're an elementary school teacher, if you're a special teacher, you're going to see them for probably 40 minutes a week. You are the role model. Don't be that teacher doing things you know you're not supposed to be doing. Especially in the presence of children. It's bad enough. It's much worse because kids don't miss anything. They don't miss anything. You should never be doing anything related to your personal life while you're on the clock. I mean, it says it right there in any contract for any board of education. There is not, I don't know of any school where it says it's completely fine for you to handle your personal business while on the clock. Good luck finding almost any job that allows that. I have heard some of the most mind-numbing things over, over the course of my time being in education. Don't be that type of teacher. How about a situation where I heard a union president once who was talking on the phone to a teacher who during the course of the school day, the teacher was having personal conversations with colleagues. No! No, no, and no. If you're doing it in the faculty room, fine. In During the time when you're supposed to be teaching children, absolutely not. That's not the time. It's not appropriate. Don't be that teacher who thinks of your classroom as being your home. It's not. It is a place where you are providing a wonderful environment for your kids, but it's not your home. I've seen teachers be in uproars because they're a huge sports fan. They've decorated their room to the nines with every bit of sports memorabilia all over the place. And then they find out that they're being moved to another classroom. Or they're being transferred to another school and they throw a fit. I mean, are you kidding? You're there for the year. You are, for lack of a better word, the property of the Board of Education. End of story. End of story. And you're also in the job of being role model for children. Are you bringing up any any element of your personal life that does not relay in, it, it, it relate in some meaningful way to your classroom situation? When 
whenever I bring up anything that has to do with me personally, maybe having something to do with my family, I always tie it in to what is going on with the subject at hand. If I'm doing perhaps like week of respect, that's a, a perfect opportunity. Or if there's a particular day, and I might bring something up, and, and kids don't mind hearing that. Here's what kids do mind. There was a teacher I, I taught with. I taught with this person for over a decade. And when I say I taught with this person, the person was at an elementary school that I taught at. This person, it was like clockwork. Every student who had this elementary teacher, every student couldn't stand her. And the reason they couldn't stand her is every single day of the school year, this teacher would talk about her kids in class. And it had nothing to do with anything. It was not tied into... You know, this is the way I raise my kids. This is what I expect you to be like, which really would be inappropriate too. But why are you bringing up your personal life constantly with, with other people? Because kids certainly, do, they don't care. I mean, tell a story every once in a while. Okay, maybe for a few minutes. But if you're, I mean, we're talking, this teacher would spend, kids would tell me, at least 45 minutes a day talking specifically about her kids and what they did and what they did that weekend. But go go on and on and on. Shut up. We don't want to hear it. Nobody wants to hear it. Children deserve better. Don't be that teacher. Don't be that teacher who's doing what the other teachers are doing, which is wrong. Prime example, you're assigned to do cafeteria duty in your school. You see veteran teachers with who are just standing around. No involvement with the children whatsoever. Not actively involved in the supervision of, of the of the environment. It is not acceptable for you to say, well, they're doing it, so I'm going to do it too. Absolutely not. Because if something happens there and they were looking at their cell phone and they weren't paying attention or you're supervising on a playground or something and now you've decided to yap it, yap it, yap it up with some colleague and you were not looking as somebody just fell off of a swing... Think about the repercussions. Is it really worth it? Was that conversation really that important? Good teachers should finish every day exhausted. Exhausted. You should be literally staggering home you're so tired. Because to be a great teacher... Your everything needs to be into what you're doing. Every single day. No days off. And there's so many people who don't do that.
I got into teaching because I had a lot of people who just didn't inspire me. They didn't convey content well. They weren't nice people. Don't be that teacher. Don't be that way. And the most important thing, which I just simply don't understand, don't yell. The second that you yell, you have lost control. The only time that yelling possibly could be effective, possibly could be effective, is if those students have an unbelievable amount of respect for you and you're extremely disappointed. And quite honestly, it should happen once a year and at, at absolute most. There was this thing when I used to run marching bands, the Rausenberger blow up. And it would happen once, only once per marching band season. And I never planned it. I didn't say, ooh, today's the day I'm gonna I'm gonna pick. No, it just it just happens. But when you do it over and over and over and you blow up 17 times during the marching man season, they don't want to have anything to do with you anymore. You look like a fool. Anytime that you yell, you've lost control of the situation. Always. When it comes to parenting, if you're yelling all the time, they're going to tune you out. Always. And I mean, I'll be in situations. I'll hear, I'll hear teachers who the only way they're able to communicate is to yell. That's horrible. There's no way that 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 a student has any respect for that teacher. And the second that a student loses a res respect for a teacher, boy, oh boy, that's going to be tough to get anything out of them. I think a lot of teachers forget you're teaching children. And yes, 18-year-olds, children, because they're still in your school. They're kids. They're not adult midgets. They're kids. And they deserve to be treated with respect. And they deserve the best from you at all times. I can't stress it enough. Don't be that teacher. Don't be that teacher who constantly has missteps in the classroom and never corrects it. Do be that teacher that if you make a mistake, you're a big enough person to admit that you made a mistake. And I do. Because you know, we are human beings. Sometimes we might be under the weather. Sometimes... 
and I'm I'm very proud to say that I'm really really good at n- at not allowing anything that goes on in my personal life to affect my professional life at all. But I know it is that is a little bit tougher for some other people, and I don't think they're weak minded at all. And sometimes that can creep in a little bit. You know, maybe you know you have a pet that's undergoing a big surgery during the day and you can't be with the pet and that's something that's it's on your mind or you have an elderly elderly relative who is on your mind and you know i understand we're human beings and kids will be understanding they really will be you don't have to get into the specifics you can simply say you know, listen, I just wanted to just talk to you guys about yesterday. You probably saw that I was a little bit upset about something. I wanted to just apologize to you. You guys deserve better. Do you know how great kids feel when they hear something like that? They don't think of you as being weak. If you're respected by them, they'll appreciate that. That's a great communication. That means you truly care about them. You know it was bothering you, and it was probably bothering them, and it was in the back of their minds, and you addressed it. That's what a good teacher does. But don't be that teacher who every single day there's an issue. And don't be that teacher who constantly has to raise his or her voice to command attention or say disrespectful things. Two words that should never, ever, 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 ever be uttered in any classroom by any teacher are very simply, shut up. I personally think that any teacher who says the word shut up, I think you should lose your license. I actually think that using those two words are actually more disrespectful than actually using obscenities at children. It definitely means that you've lost control. If you are a teacher, and it's highly unlikely, I just don't expect that people who fall under this category even listening to this podcast, which is very unfortunate. What I do say is, very simply, to everyone who's listening, to the people who are going to be teachers, to the people who are teachers, why is it that you teach? Why is it that you want to teach? What's the reason you either want to or you have become a teacher? Why did you choose this field? You have to ask yourself that. I have made drastic improvements in my teaching. My former students that had me, oh, geez, six, seven, eight years ago, who, very kind, have said, you know, all the great things that I've done for them over the years, and what I did for them when they were students in middle school and in high school, and the impact that I had on their lives, to be able to actually contact them now in their 20s and say, guess what? If you liked what you saw back then, you have no idea what kind of teacher I am now. Because I've made so many improvements. I I wouldn't say that I got stale, but well, I kind of did. 
I kept doing kind of the same thing. And then I decided to change things. One of the biggest things is I completely stopped yelling with my teaching. I don't yell at all. I have not yelled in a classroom. It's been a really long time. Many, many years. The best way to deal with that situation, not yelling, get quieter. Kids know when I'm really, really quiet, they know I'm not happy. And they listen. They always listen. Don't be that teacher who is out of control and they see it. I hope that this is going to be something that you can hopefully share with others and that you can take the time to take personal inventory, take stock of what you're doing every day and make sure that you're setting the appropriate example for what teachers should be like everywhere in the world. Because quite frankly, there are way too many out there who shouldn't be anywhere near a classroom and absolutely should not be in front of children. Don't be that teacher.